Oftentimes we feel disconnected and uncomfortable when we're living in our head and not feeling or listening to our intuition inside our body. So using something that we all have, our breath, we can simply find patterns with breathing to embody the yoga feeling and lifestyle. Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Rianne Mullins, your host, and you are in the right place if you are ready to learn how to live a life of balance through healthy daily actions and a positive mindset. As a Hashimoto's hypothyroid warrior, I will be sharing with you tried and true methods of keeping a balanced lifestyle to ward off inflammation, aching joints, brain fog, and weight gain. My very open and honest approach will have you leaning in to learn more. Enjoy the show. Hey, hey, my friends. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. This is Ray Ann Mullins, your host, and I'm super happy that you found your way here today. So before we jump into our topic today, I have a few announcements. First of all, it's time to do another drawing for a free coaching call. I love this. So I had a few more reviews. So I did a drawing. So I don't know if you remember me saying this, but when you leave a rating and review, I'm like keeping track of the names or the usernames of people that do that. And then when I get more, I do a drawing. Okay. And then you get a 30 minute free coaching session. Okay. So I want to thank awesome dude. One, 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 one. I think that's all the ones. Zero one. Okay. Awesome dude. One, 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 zero one. Thank you for your review. He says, well, actually, I don't know if it's a he or she, but this person says, I always, it's a five-star rating, by the way. I always get a helpful nugget of information from every single episode, even the topics that don't necessarily apply to me. I usually learn something great. Listen, thank you. Awesome, dude. If you're actually still listening to this podcast, which I really hope you are, then please email me at rayannmullins at gmail and let me know. And then I will schedule a time with you. I'll send you a link to my calendar so that we can schedule a session. And I'm really looking forward to it. So, hey, if you guys are listening to this and you're like, I want a free coaching session, then please just consider leaving a rating and review on Apple. Some people have tried doing it on Spotify and for some reason it's just not really working as well. So Apple Podcasts is the place to go. You can leave a five-star rating and then just a little blurb of like how you feel about the show or what you like about it. And then your name will go into the drawing. And every few weeks I will do a new drawing. So if you haven't been called, your name stays in the drawing. Okay. So that's awesome. The second thing that I wanted to announce tonight is that I wasn't going to say anything at all about this actually, but I decided, yeah, what the heck. I have been doing some home strength training sessions with some people on Zoom and I want to invite you to join us. We start the next session on November 6th and this session is actually going to be 13 weeks. It's going to take you through the entire holiday season. So imagine getting three live workouts plus replays, if you can't make it to the live session, three live strength workouts that are at 7 a.m. Eastern time. Okay. So if that time works for you, then the best thing is to join us live. So you have accountability, you have the support, you have community. It's awesome. It's been going really, really well. Now we don't do cardio. 
Okay. The cardio is up to you. But the reason I started this strength training session is because I've learned over the years with my Hashimoto's um, thyroiditis that if I do too much cardio, it actually doesn't serve me well. And what does serve me well is three to four, and usually three is the magic number for me, strength training sessions that are 30 minutes or less. And then on the other days, I do teach cycle classes, but I'm trying to kind of like ease back on that a little bit because I'm noticing it's given me inflammation to do too much cycling. So I'm doing a lot of walking, a lot of stretching, um, and it's been working great for me. So I decided that I was going to go ahead and just offer that out. So I invited my email list and the last two sessions, we've had a lot of people and they're loving it. So I'm going to do it again. And I hope that you'll check it out. So if you're interested, I have put the link for the information in the show notes, or you can email me, or if you're already on my email list, then the link will be there. And I really hope you'll join us. Uh, I got to say one more thing. The replays are awesome because once you join the program, you have the replays forever. So you could go back and repeat the entire strength training program on your own if you would like to. And there's a bonus Facebook group for asking me questions, um, you know, just filling a part of the community. So it's been really great. So I hope that you will join me. Now, let's jump into our episode topic today. All right. Do you know the feeling when you just like want to snuggle up on the couch with a warm blanket and maybe some hot tea or cocoa or a glass of wine or a cookie? That feeling of like safety and comfort and coziness and like maybe like you have nothing else to do in the moment? Well, I love this feeling. And for many years, I tried to create that feeling. But the only way I knew how was with baked goods and foods. The feeling of eating something warm and gooey, like a freshly baked chocolate chip cookie right out of the oven, was the feeling I was seeking for a really long time. I wanted to have that warm and safe feeling, but the only way I could find it was with food. Until food was no longer making me feel safe and comfortable. It was starting to make me feel very uncomfortable and unsatisfied with my life. My clothes were too tight, my confidence was dropping, and I was gaining a lot of weight. Okay. Now, that was a really long time ago when this was an issue for me, but it's something I have to work on every day because it's a slippery slope. Once you've had emotional eating problems or disordered eating, when you don't work on it or practice working on it, it's very easy for it to slip back in. So since those days, you know, almost 20 years ago, I've had to work on it every day. So it's not a bad thing. I'm happy to work on it every day. But because of that, I've had to learn some other ways to live to get those same feelings. Okay. And it wasn't until many years later that I learned there's actually a word for the feeling that I was always seeking, and it's Huga. And before I tell you what Huga is, I have to tell you that for many years when I learned what what it was, like that feeling is Huga, I have to tell you that I had been pronouncing it incorrectly. I, okay, well, it's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. I thought it was pronounced Hygie-Gee. I mean, I don't know why. 
I just thought it was. Like I didn't bother like looking it up. I just have said hi Gigi for years and years. Well, for some reason the other day, I decided to look up the pronunciation and I found this video where there's this guy like saying over and over, Hugo, Hugo. <laughs> and it totally cracked me up. Like it totally cracked me up. It cracks me up thinking about it now. Like it's so funny. I should probably put the link somewhere so you can go to it. But there's this guy and he has like an accent. He's like, Hugo. And it's actually very soothing, but really funny at the same time. So the entire rest of the day after I saw that video, I was walking around the house going, Hugo. <laughs> and my husband was like looking at me like, what are you doing, weirdo? And I'm like, I don't know. It's stuck in my head. I like it. So anyway, just a little story side note. All right. So fun fact, Hugo is a Danish word that represents a concept of coziness, comfort, and well-being. It's more than just a word. It's a way of life. So if you're like me and try to use food to comfort you often, then I encourage you to embrace the Huga lifestyle. And here are some principles to consider. First of all, your environment must have a cozy atmosphere. How your home is decorated or how it appears and feels is very important to get this happy and comfortable feeling. When you're home, it's important to feel completely safe and comfortable. How you decorate and what you have in your space is really, really important, okay? So an example would be um, arranging soft, plush blankets and pillows on your couch, um, adding some dim, warm lighting like candles or maybe even like now everyone has those like fairy lights and stuff. Um, create a cozy nook where you can curl up with a good book or simply unwind. So your environment is very important. Now, to you, maybe soft pillows and cozy nooks aren't comfortable to you. So whatever whatever it feels good to you is what your environment needs to reflect. Okay, another thing to consider is taking time to unplug from electronics and the social web, okay? We all know that if we're stuck to our phones constantly, we start to feel anxious. We start to compare our successes and our body with everybody else on social media. Our head gets too busy and we can't calm down our body, okay? So an idea would be to designate a specific time each day to just disconnect from your devices. This could be during a meal, um, just before bedtime, like when you start your nighttime ritual or in the morning when you wake up. You know, I try not to look at my phone in the morning at all until I'm ready to like face whatever's there. So use this time to maybe read a book, um, practice meditation, pray, uh, take a leisurely walk, whatever. Just unplug from the hustle and let yourself just be, okay? Something else to consider is learning to enjoy just simple pleasures, okay? Just simple stuff. So an example, like enjoy making a pot of your favorite herbal tea or maybe some hot chocolate, Sip it slowly and savor the flavors or enjoy some, you know, baked cookies, like really savor and enjoy every bite. The act of enjoying these simple treats can be incredibly huga. So for me, I was trying to create this filling. So I kept baking cookies and I kept eating the cookies, looking for that filling. And it didn't come from overeating cookies. But now I can enjoy a treat and still feel the comfort. But I've learned not to overindulge. And I've also learned that some of these other things 
were missing in my life. And once I've, you know, learned these other areas and worked on them, I don't necessarily need food and cookies anymore to give me this yuga filling. Okay. Something else to think about is um, you can experience yuga through socialization and your relationships. Being with your tribe of people, whether this is your family, okay, your neighbors, your college friends, your bunko crew, or whomever you like, can create this comfortable yuga feeling too. Or being with your partner and feeling the safety and warmth of their presence is another time to feel yuga. Um, something you could consider is invite friends or family over for just a casual dinner or a game night. Keeping the atmosphere just very relaxed and stress-free is really important. And just engage in some meaningful conversations, some laughter, and just bonding. You know, it doesn't have to be serious. It just needs to be light and fun and comfortable, okay? And easy. Being in nature is another idea for creating this huga filling. So this time of year, especially for me, gives me the huga vibes. The warmth of the color in the air, you know, the leaves changing colors, the cool air, but the warm sunshine. This is my favorite part of the year. And this is fall time. And I think it's because it feels very huga to me. I love to sit just on my back deck in the afternoon to read or, or work, you know, work on my blog or whatever's going on and watch the dogs run around. It's so comforting and feels so good to me. Also, I like winter for this feeling too. Think about like getting next to um, the fireplace with a cup of coffee and a good book after maybe going for a long walk outside in the cold. You know, like that's what I'm talking about. Like get out in nature and get that, um, the feeling just from the air. And each season has its own huga feeling. And again, it depends on your preference. Like, like I was just saying, fall and autumn is like my favorite, favorite time. I love how it feels. I love the sunshine. I like the angle of how the sun hits the trees. Like there's so many things about it that it just makes me feel so happy. All right. Um, practicing gratitude. When we see that our life is full versus empty, we can create that huga filling. When you sit down and think of all the happy and good things around you, you can get that warm and safe feeling inside. This is huga. Okay. And the idea is to keep a gratitude journal. I really love doing this. And I'm not as good about it as I used to be. But anytime I feel conflicted or confused or overwhelmed, I pull back the gratitude journal out. I get it back out and I write in it each day. I like to suggest that you write down three things that you're thankful for. This practice can help you focus on the positive aspects of your life and enhance your sense of contentment. So yes, you know what? There's a lot of horrible things happening in our world. And I think it's important to recognize that. I really do. I don't think that it is very realistic to just pretend you're in your own little bubble and you're happy and everything's great and sunshiny. That's not, that's actually not responsible for us to do. It is important to recognize and name the things that are happening in the world. But if we only focus on the negative and all the sad, horrible things happening in the world, we lose our own joy and contentment. So appreciating what you do have and how fortunate you are is a good way to keep yourself living the Hugo lifestyle. So be aware 
of what's happening in the world. Be aware of the sadness and the hurt and the bad things, but understand that it's still okay for you to appreciate who and what you have, like what you are, who you are, and the good things. Okay. Something else is just being mindful. To me, being mindful is a way of the Huga lifestyle. So when you're mindful of the things, you know, that I've already mentioned, like your environment, um, the nature, what you're grateful for, this can help you to feel happy and satisfied. Okay. Just generally. Mindful eating is another important aspect. Like I mentioned earlier, I was eating a lot of cookies, seeking that feeling of comfort, but it didn't really come. Like it would a little bit, but then it was like the next day I tried to eat more cookies. It was like the cookies really weren't the thing, you know? But now, like I said, I love to enjoy a homemade cookie or treat and really savor it. And I'm mindful in how it makes me feel. You know, just one or two is plenty. Okay. Um, Another way of practicing mindfulness, not just with like eating cookies or treats, but is to put away distractions like TV or phone or books or work while you're having a meal, for example. Or if you come home from work, put things, you know, stop what you're doing and just take a moment. Be mindful with your family. Be mindful with your kids. Be mindful with your spouse or your partner so that you can actually be there. Pay full attention to either what you're eating or to the conversation you're having or even to your pet. You know, I see this all the time. Like, well, I've seen it on Instagram. There's a post that says, even though you're super tired, your dog has been waiting for you to come home all day. Please like, don't ignore your dog. Well, it's the same with children, but people that don't have children (laughs) that have dogs probably don't realize that, (laughs) but it's true. You know, I'm now don't have kids at home and my world is my two dogs and my cat. And so, um, being mindful of my time with them and paying a full attention to them is actually really important. And when you show this mindfulness and this gratitude and care to those around you, whether it's humans or dogs or your meals, it all comes back. It comes back to you. Your frequency, your vibe comes back. Okay. So another thing is just something as simple as your clothing. You know, if you have you ever been like at the end of the day and you're like, you cannot wait to get home, take your shoes off or put on comfortable pants or take your bra off, whatever it is. Like that's a really important part of the Hugo lifestyle. Slip into your favorite like oversized sweatshirt, put on some comfy leggings or baggy sweats, you know, put on those fuzzy, ugly Christmas socks or, you know, whatever you have, like dress in comfortable, soft clothing that will make you feel like physically and emotionally cozy. Okay. It really matters. So if you're wearing stuffy, tight, um, uncomfortable shoes and clothes all day long, no wonder you feel grumpy. (laughs) You know, that's one thing I love about my job. I'm in workout clothes 98% of the time. It's awesome. All right. Another thing you do is use tools. So there are tools such as essential oils, Okay, or apps that create a calm environment. Okay, so there's like apps that you can meditate with. There's a million apps. I don't even need to tell you that right now. You know this. Um, But like essential oils, doTERRA essential oils, they actually have a blend called Huga. And 
even though I love essential oils and I've been using them forever, I do not own that one, which is just so crazy and wrong. I need to go order it soon. But I have my own blend of essential oils that I use when I feel like I need comfort and coziness. Okay. A lot of people like to use the warm oils to get that sense, but I even just like lavender and orange. Those make me feel really that calm, content, you know, feeling that I'm seeking. Another tool would be breath work. In fact, I'm super excited to tell you that I'm in the process of becoming a breath work facilitator. Breath work can help you get into your body and out of your mind. Oftentimes we feel disconnected and uncomfortable when we're living in our head and not feeling or listening to our intuition inside our body. So using something that we all have, our breath, we can simply find patterns with breathing to embody, you know, the feeling that we're looking for. We can embody the yoga feeling and lifestyle. Okay? So if you're feeling disconnected, unsafe or, you know, just out of whack because life happens and you're going to have moments like that, then remember these things. Okay. The first is, you know, well, I'm going to kind of repeat what I said, some of them, but I'm going to throw out just a few more like thoughts. Okay. So the first thing to consider is I want you to balance comfort and health. So we want to prioritize your comfort, but we don't want to compromise your health. Okay, so for example, you know, practicing mindful eating, right? You want to enjoy your food fully, right? Pay attention to your body's hungers and fullness cues and savor the flavors. You want to choose like nourishing foods that provide both comfort and health benefits, like hearty soups and vegetable rich stews or sheet pan meals with vegetables and a good protein. Choose nourishing comfort foods that make you feel good without overindulging. In fact, you can find a healthier version to basically any food that you like, right? The reason I know this is because I do this all the time. I take typical food that I would crave and I've found ways to make it gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free, lower calorie, higher protein. You can do it. Okay, where there's a will, there's, you know, a way. Another another thing to consider is to incorporate daily physical activity, says the trainer, right? It's really important to stay active to support your physical health. Engage in activities that you enjoy, whether that's yoga, walking, dancing, lifting weights, or heck, any form of exercise. There is no wrong answer, okay? I would encourage you to take a daily walk outdoors. This can be so good for your mind, body, and soul. Daily leisure walking outside is a great way to manage your stress and give you the sense of calmness and joy when you're done. I mean, it really works. I challenge you, in fact, to go for a walk outside in the sunshine and then see if you're still grumpy or in a bad mood when you finish. Because I would bet that nine out of 10 times, you're going to be in a totally different mood, totally different headspace, and you're going to be so, so happy that you did it. Okay. Now, I want to circle back for a second. I said to engage in activities that you enjoy, like yoga, walking, dancing, lifting, any form of exercise, no wrong answer. I stand by that. Now, I have said to you many times before that, you know, women make mistakes with exercise and I still believe that too. But I would still rather see you 
do any form of exercise than no exercise at all. Okay. So, so I know I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here, but um, again, if, if all you do is walk every day, congratulations. Um, if you are over-exercising, that's where you can actually start to fall out of the Hugo lifestyle because you're no longer feeling calm and content. When we over-exercise, it creates other problems in our body. Okay, so that is actually another episode that we've already talked about. So I'm going to move forward, but just wanted to clarify that. Now, something else that's super important, and you know this, is you need to practice stress management. Manage stress through relaxation techniques like meditation, deep breathing, or progressive muscle relaxation is one of my favorites. So as a reminder, what that means, progressive muscle relaxation, is when you go through your muscle groups, squeeze them, and then release. Okay, I love this at night. If I'm feeling anxious or just not really ready to go to sleep, which is not very often, to be honest, usually I I can go to sleep pretty good lately. But what you do is like you just like lay there and you say, okay, squeeze your feet. And you just like crunch your toes up and you squeeze your feet and then you release. And then you squeeze your calves and then you try to squeeze your thighs and then you squeeze your abs and you squeeze your butt and you squeeze, you know, you get what I'm saying here. You go through muscle group by muscle group, squeeze and release. Okay. Squeeze and release. That is a great way to relax your body and to manage your stress. Also, make sure you're allocating time for self-care activities, like taking a hot bath, like an Epsom salt bath with essential oils is the bomb, right? Or just practicing mindfulness in general. Um, Like literally sit down, take some deep breaths and look around the room and notice how many colors are in the room. Something as simple as like taking a deep breath, pausing, looking around the room and being like, oh, there's a lot more pink in this room than I expected. I'm looking at my office right now. There is a lot more pink in here than I expected. (laughs) Anyway, um, like that's just something that you can do. Okay. Also coloring, like those adult coloring books, draw, um, you know, whatever, scribble on a piece of paper, do a word, word cross, what's that called? (laughs) Crossword puzzle or a word find, um, watch a funny movie, you know, go on a date, bake, whatever, like do something that makes you happy to help manage your stress. Then of course, there's the Hugo socializing, which I've already mentioned, but it's important to maintain meaningful social connections, which contribute to your emotional well-being. So it's really important to spend time with friends and family in a relaxed, stress-free atmosphere. We have enough stress and hurrying in our world. We don't need to bring that into our friendships and relationships right? Leave that for work. Leave that for the government (laughs) and all the stuff happening. Okay. But when it comes to time with your friends and family, calm down, make it, you know, stress-free. Consider, just consider this, avoiding or reducing time spent with people who don't give you the sense of calm or who irritate you. I'm sorry to say it, but we all have those people. Stay away from the people who make you feel down or give you any negativity. Okay, and this isn't to be confused with friends who need to talk. Okay, there's a difference. There are going to be people that you love and who generally are not negative or bring you down who have a bad day and need to talk to a friend. That is completely different than somebody who has the knack at bringing the energy down every time you see them. Those people are vacuums, energy vacuums. Okay, and then there are the people who are more like batteries who energize you and make you feel good and make you want to be near them. Okay, 
when you're around somebody and you just are feeling their negativity and it just brings you down, you know, their frequency doesn't match yours. You need to find the frequency and, and the people who, you know, work with you that match you. Okay. Now, if you're the downer, <laughs> then I don't want to tell you there, I guess, try not to be. I mean, maybe, maybe, you, you know, I don't know. But if you are constantly around negative people, like if that's the general like vibe around you, it's very possible. And I am so sorry. Don't shoot the messenger. It's very possible that you too are the downer and you too have the negative vibe, which is why you keep attracting more of them. Okay. So hopefully, you know, if you're listening to this and that's you take this as your, um, you know, probe to like, think about that and think about where in your life you could maybe flip your thinking to bring your energy up. Okay. And start calling people with a higher energy to you to help you stay more positive and Huga. Okay. So, um, it's also just a few more things. Stay hydrated. Hydration is crucial for everybody. Okay. Um, definitely drink water, you know, but you could also drink water with lemon, have some herbal teas. Um, it's okay to have other beverages, right? To stay hydrated. But if you are dehydrated at all, you will feel low energy, which can lead to anxiety and depression. So make sure you're drinking a lot of water. And to make it more huga, find a glass or water bottle that you love. Like pick a color that you like. Um, pick a water bottle that feels comfortable to carry. You know, you see people walking around with these big jugs of like the gallon jugs. That does not look comfortable. And it's not cute. And it's fine if you do that and you just get your gallon water in and you're proud of that, then keep rocking it. But to me, it's cumbersome. It's in the way it gets warm. Like to me, that is not Hugo, you know, but it is for you. Fine. And again, that's the beauty in this. We all have our different version of what we love. All right. It's really important also to declutter and organize. A tidy and organized living space can positively impact your mental well-being. Declutter and create a harmonious environment. I cannot stress this enough. With my crazy, busy ADH mind, I can get pretty messy. So my desk gets very messy. And when it does, I feel blocked and like I can't do anything and I feel stuck and I feel like emotionally constipated. So once I clean up, I start to feel better. Okay. So it's really important to take the time to tidy up and organize and it will make you feel better. Um, self-care rituals are super important. Like develop some of your own self-care rituals that you like, maybe a skincare routine or a morning gratitude practice. Okay. I really love my nighttime routine. You know, I love to journal. I loved, I love my, my face wash and my moisturizer and I love to brush my teeth. I don't know. It's like, I just like it. It feels good. I take forever. And I just, I like being in my bathroom. It gives me that Huga feeling. The lighting's good at night. And I just, I love it. So find self-care rituals that feel good to you and that you actually want to do. Okay. And then finally, practice gratitude. Okay. Continue to practice gratitude as a way to just maintain a positive outlook and focus on the good things in life. I know I talked about it earlier. I was saying when there's a lot of horrible things going on in the world, that's why it's even more important to look inward and to look at what you have, who you are, and appreciate it. 
Okay. To me, it's like, I used to feel like worried, like I almost felt guilty having such a happy, good life when there's people, you know, in another country being killed and their family taken from them and a lot of horrible things happening. But, you know, at the same time, like I feel almost a responsibility to feel gratitude and appreciate that I'm not in that situation. So practicing gratitude, following, you know, all of these self-care rituals, disconnecting from your phone, decluttering, organizing, staying hydrated, um, socializing with people that feel good to you, practicing your self-management, doing daily physical activity and balancing your comfort and health. These are all super important, not just to live the Hugo lifestyle, but to have a happy lifestyle. So I hope that you caught something out of this episode today. And um, I hope that you already do a lot of this. I think that you probably do. But if there was anything that I suggested in here, um, let me know. I'd love to hear from you guys. And if you've, remember, if you feel inclined, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and just a quick blurb of what you think of the episode or of the podcast in general. And your name will go into that drawing for a free coaching session. And you guys, and don't forget to check about the strength training program coming up. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to catch you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am so stoked that you are here. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at RamFitLife or Facebook at Rayanne Mullins and comment on your favorite part of the show. See you next week.